0: Hey, it's Pastor Ted Fabianek here from Faith Love Church in Melbourne, Australia. Welcome to our podcast. We pray that when you listen to this, you'll be inspired and blessed to reach the best things that God has for you. Hey, good morning, Faith Life Church. We are so glad that you're able to tune in and we believe today with all of our faith community that you're going to be blessed, you're going to be you're going to be transformed. We're What's just happened, we've entered into another time of restrictions, but that hasn't restricted us. We, as a church and as individuals, we're not in a neutral position, but we are continuing to grow. And I believe that God has something so special for you this morning. I believe that God, it's almost like Christmas time where God's got this great present for you and you're going to be blessed. You know, today, we, we're going to enter into seeing things like God sees them and experiencing like God wants us to experience When I was a young man and I got saved, it was in my early teens, I I loved the experience, loved everything that was happening to me, but I had this one little regret. My thinking was this. If I was born when Jesus was born. If I lived in that era that Jesus lived in, that, that I, I could physically listen to him, where I could touch him, where I would be in his meetings, where I, I'd, I'd walk into a room that was filled with faith and energy, and Jesus himself was preaching. My thinking was this, that if I could do this, if I could experience this, then my faith level would grow. Everything about me would be put into fast-forward momentum. And then one day, the Holy Spirit started to show me something that absolutely changed the way I think. See, when, when my kind of thinking like this, that if I was there personally, if I could touch him personally, that my faith would grow. The problem with that is it is a flawed belief system. It's a belief system that says this, if I can touch, if I can physically hear, if I can be in the present time there, then something would change. But never realizing that you and I, we are created for faith. You and I are designed to respond to faith. We are designed to walk by faith. We are designed to worship by faith. Everything about us, we are a people of faith. That is why in Hebrews 11, 3, says, by faith we understand. See, my senses want sense proof. So in my senses, I want to be able to, well, I can touch him. Uh, I can feel him. I've been with him. So our natural senses demand natural responses. But you and I are above the natural. The Bible says, like i mentioned before in Hebrews chapter 3, it says, faith doesn't come by learning a lot. Faith doesn't come by having an IQ. But faith Gives you an understanding on how the kingdom works. See, it is a faith realm that you and I are involved in. That is why there's something inside of you that always transcends this level and goes into a higher level. You and I are designed. So, in my flawed thinking, I am thinking that I'm disadvantaged. Then you start thinking about Thomas. Thomas lived with Jesus, he ate with Jesus. He saw all the miracles, so many more miracles than what we have records of, and yet he made this comment, I refuse to believe, I refuse to put my faith in until my sense knowledge, until I can feel him, I can touch him, I won't be there. So here's the amazing thing is, you can be in the presence of Jesus in His flesh, and you still can work in an area of unbelief. You could still be the same because God has designed it so that you and I are not disadvantaged. Here's the great news today, that you are not disadvantaged because we're living in this time, that we're not living in the time of Jesus. And so what we do today is to lift you up to thinking that, hey, everything that Jesus has for me, I can experience it now. I want to just show you scripturally. I want to just lead you through scripture today to give you a sure foundation. A foundation that is not based on our sense realm. It's not based on what I can physically see. Not what I can physically touch, what I can physically hear, what I can physically feel. Because we are a people of faith. And the Bible tells us that faith comes by the word of God. It doesn't come by the experience. See, so many people, you see, have an experience, but they have a low faith level. But you and I, that's why we're in Faith Life Church. The reason you're in Faith Life Church is because you're a person of faith. You're a person of courage. You're a person... That goes beyond the limitations of the natural sense realm. I wanted to show you something is this that every time that God spoke a promise in the Word, you were there. See, the Bible, the Word of God, is not a history book on what happened to somebody else. So when we look at history books, we go, well, you know, this happened to this country, this happened to this person. We are not reading a history on what god has done to somebody else but the word of god in the realm of god every single time that god spoke a promise you were there i'll just just let that drop from here into here that the word of god every time you see a written promise in god's word it is not A history event that you can say, oh, look, God promised that person or God promised Abraham, God promised Isaac, God promised Jacob. But when we step into God's realm where you and I are living presently right now, this Sunday morning, we are in a realm that goes beyond every natural sense, every circumstance, everything that's coming against you. God has already prepared you for it. God has already given you his word for it. And here's the amazing thing is, is this, let this, let, let this hit you right now, is this, every time God made a promise, you were there. You were there. You're not reading history. Let me read something to you. It's the book of Hosea, chapter 12, verse 4. Hosea is written 700 years before Jesus was born, and it's talking about something that's already happened. Now, have a listen to this. I'm going to read it out of the Amplified Version. Hosea twelve four says this. Yes, he had the power over angels. Now, he's talking about Jacob. When Jacob wrestled with an angel, he says this. Yes, he had power over the angels of the Lord and prevailed. He wept and he sought his favor. He met him in Bethel and there God spoke with him and through him with us. Just just let let that seep down in you. Just get, get encouraged with this. The Bible says this, is that here's Jacob. He's wrestling with God. He's he's asking God, God, please give me favor. And when the Holy Spirit writes it, he says, and there God God spoke with him and through him to us. So get a load of this. When God was speaking to Jacob, when he wrestled with God, he wasn't just speaking to Jacob. He was speaking to you. Jacob opens up the porthole of heaven. God starts to speak to him. But the word of God tells us, the Holy Spirit tells us that he wasn't just talking to Jacob. He was talking to us. So every time that you have God speaking, it goes further than the individual. Lift up your faith to the realm of God. And it's this is that when, the, when God speaks a word to an individual, it's not limited to the individual. It is it is the limitations are broken off. And when God spoke to Moses, He was speaking to you. When God spoke to Adam and Eve, He was speaking to you. When God spoke to Noah, He was speaking to you. So here we have this amazing uplift that you were there when the blessing of God came on Jacob. You were there Where there was a porthole between heaven and earth, you were there. How exciting is this? So, when God says this, when you read, when you meditate, when you uplift, that God's talking to Jacob, but you got to be there. So, this is how God thinks. This is the realm of the Spirit is this, is when I, God speaking now, as I spoke to Jacob. I was also speaking to you. Wow. Just think about it. You are not disadvantaged. You're, you are in the same position. You are in the same standing as Jacob. So God says this. Now let, let me read it to you again. And then that it, it, you can see all this through scripture. In Psalm 66, verse 6, also out of the Amplified Version, says this He turned the sea. Into dry land. They crossed through the river on foot. There did we rejoice in him. Again, he's going, here's David, hundreds of years after the crossing of the Red Sea, and he's talking to the present-day congregation, like present-day congregation is you and I are talking this morning. Is this? He's saying, We rejoiced when we saw the Red Sea open up. You go, wow, you and I were there at the Red Sea Crossing. David is here, he's encouraging, there we rejoiced. So what does it tell me? In the realm of faith, faith lifts you up, puts you there in the time that God spoke, in the time that the miracle happened. So therefore, you are now being exposed to the miracle personally. So we go from reading history to our personal account where I become the eyewitness. See, we need to, on one level, on what we call the natural level is this. For me to be an eyewitness, I physically have to be there. I have to look. I have to have my eyes open, my ears open, feelings, the experience of the atmosphere, of the te- you know the temperature of the weather, the whole lot, and I can say this. Excuse me, I am an eyewitness. But here, you and I, we take God's word, we read God's word, and God says to us, right now, spiritually, you are an eyewitness of the miracle power of God. Wow. So therefore, when God spoke to Abraham, he says, Abe, you're going to be blessed. He was talking to you. When he said, I will bless you, I will make you the head and not the towel, he was talking to you. See, you are no longer because you are a faith man, you are a faith woman, you're the faith child of God. You are now being elevated to this amazing faith dimension, spiritual dimension, heaven reality, where God says, I was speaking to you. I, when this first dawned on me, my imagination went wild. I, I'm there at the at when the first lamb was slain. I am there when the flood came. I am there when God spoke to Abraham. I am there when David slew Goliath. I am there when all the promises of Psalm 91 were given. I am there. So therefore... Faith takes it from a historical point of view to a personal point of view. So you and I now enter in to this brand new dimension. So every single time from now on, when you read a promise of God, you were there. So therefore, let's take it up another level. You were there when Jesus walked on the earth. You were there when Jesus made the water into wine. You were there when He took two loaves and five fish and He fed over 20,000 people. You You were there at Gethsemane. You were there at the resurrection. You were there at every single preaching. Because the faith level takes you out of a historical account to the realm of the Spirit of God, to the realm where your senses are being educated by the Spirit. You see, what we've tried to do is we've tried to educate the spirit by using the natural realm. We've got it the totally way around. So my natural realm is being educated by the spiritual realm. Watch this. You and I come into agreement with the spiritual realm, which is God's word, to see a miracle. It's never the way around. It is never that the natural realm, our five senses, our sense knowledge comes that has to go, well, I'm it, and you need to give me evidence. It's the other way around. It is by faith we understand. So here's the huge dimension that you need to step into. David did it. If you think about Psalm 23. David says this, the Lord is my shepherd. He doesn't say the Lord is a shepherd. The Lord is this. He goes, my. He took it personally. So here is something for you, something for your family, something for your business. It is this, is that when God spoke, you are healed. He was speaking to you. You were there. That is why in Psalm 53 verse 1, he says, who has believed our report? And here's something just, just for you in your time with God alone. Take out Isaiah 53. It starts off like this. Who has believed our report? And then you will find something so dramatic as you keep reading Isaiah 53. It says, by his stripes you were healed. Th- now look at what I've just said in the light of the foundation that has just been set before us. Is this. Who has believed our report? That I am already healed. Who has believed the report that I am already blessed? Here you are. When the prophet Isaiah came into this, he's, he was bringing present reality. He says, "Ted, you were there. Mark, you were there. Jane, Mary, you were there. You were there when he said this. By my stripes, present tense, past tense, right now, you were healed." So. the... Oh, I tell you what, this is just, this is, it almost feels too good to be true. Why does it feel too good to be true? Because our sense realm is like a little boy that's trying to catch up with somebody that's walking faster. Our sense realm goes, no, no, I need to feel it. I need to see it. And then I will have faith. Thomas, what did Thomas teach us in the Word of God? Thomas taught us this. You can be there. You can feel, you can do that. But unless you take it personally, it doesn't make a change in your faith. That is why Jesus said to Thomas, Blessed are those who have not seen. Watch this. Blessed are those that have not based their faith on the natural realm, the natural sense realm. Blessed are those that haven't touched me physically. Blessed are those that want in those meetings because the word there, blessed, is blessed are those that come to the realm that we were created for, is to live by faith. So, you and I, you and I are not in a place of that we are disadvantaged. You are not in a place because you might say, But Ted, I've never experienced a miracle. Here you go. From today onward, yes, you have. You've seen every miracle by faith. The Bible says, By faith, we understand. It doesn't say by feeling in so many times we, we, we pressurize ourselves because I, I need to taste it. I need to feel it. But today, God's word is not a history lesson. When I read God's word now is that I start to rejoice. I remember This was my personal encounter after I realized this. And I I, I was one time just in in, in prayer. And I'm just uh, just seeking God, loving God. And I... and I started to think about all the miracles and I started crying. And I remember something so significant happened to me is when I put this into practice, I remember reading Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, weeping, crying, clapping. It's, it's, it's as if I became Jesus's cheese squad at present tense. And it was just amazing because it lifts you up. So right now, wherever you are, every time you read the scripture, it's not a promise that ended with the person that it was promised. Now, watch this. Jesus said this to Abraham. He says, Because you believed, every generation is going to be blessed. So, what does that tell me? That every time God speaks a blessing over somebody, the blessing doesn't stop with the person's life. The blessing is out there. That is why Isaiah 51, sorry, 55, verse 11 says this So shall my word. That goes out of my mouth shall not return to me void. So, when God puts out a blessing, guess what? The blessing is alive. You were there, it's available to all of us. So, today, we need to rise to a new level. We need to start to go, Wow, I have, God has given me a personal, handwritten, hand delivered promise and it's called the word of God and the word of God comes in and he says this, you now can move into this, you now can experience this every single time that God spoke to a person you were there Every miracle that happened, you were there. Every promise, you were there. So all of a sudden, from today onward, we take a huge step. Today is not a day of little steps. Today is not a day of contemplation. Today is not a day where we just go, "Well, let me me have a really good think about it." But today we take a huge step. Today we start to take ownership. Today we lift up our spirits to the level that we were designed by God. Today is the day that we go to our sense realm and we go sense realm from today onward I am going to live by the spirit of God today I am going to live by the word of God today God has spoken to me and God is still speaking to me the word of God is alive sharper than any two-edged sword so today my spirit my spirit that has been hungry is now eating. My spirit that is thirsty is now drinking. Because the word of God is being poured into your spirit. And now, you're, because he is in you. Now, just watch this. But people, people do this to me. And you see it worldwide, is this. But I haven't got faith. I haven't got faith. Now, now these are born-again believers saying this. They're saying, well, Ted, I haven't got faith. Watch this. The Bible says... The word of God brings faith. Hebrews 10:17, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. The word of God says this: that He is in you. He said, So, what God says, when you become born again, the Spirit of God comes in you. Guess what? Now, faith is living in you. The word of God always comes with faith. Now, Here's that, rise yourself to this level. The Word of God is living inside of me. Because the Word is living inside of me, I am a man, I am a woman of faith. I am no longer grasping outwardly. See, your natural sense realm do this. If I can see it, if I can hear it, if I can feel it. But here you are, rise up to God-given level that you are created for. The Word of God is in me. And because the word of God is in me, therefore faith is in me. So all of a sudden now, I don't look for evidences on the outer, but I have the evidence on the inner. And the evidence on the inner tells me this, all things are possible because he lives inside of me. I can see what others can see. See, the Word of God is so powerful. It is faith that gives you vision, not your eyesight. It, it, something that we already know as a church and you already have experienced, you don't see through your eyes. Your eyes don't see. Your eyes show you something, but on the inner, you have your mind, your will and emotions that interpret to what you see. So from now on, Faith Life Church... All those viewing online, it is time for you to pick yourself up and go, I'm going to step into the realm that I was created for. I'm going to step into the realm when I look at the God's word. I know God is talking to me. So therefore, watch this. God, there's so many promises about your family right now. There's so many promises about your job right now. There's so many promises about your work experience, whatever you're feeling. You might be sick. You might might have just had a really bad news from, from a doctor's report, whatever it may be. But the key for you right now is that God has already spoken to you. Wow. So we don't have to go groping in the dark. We don't have to go, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Please listen to me. As your pastor, as your friend, as somebody who was sent by God to prophesy into your life today, is that the word, it is already prophesied because it's God. I remember the first time I was in a prophetic meeting and there was a recognized prophet. And um, and everybody was saying, oh, please pick me, pick me, please talk to me, talk to me. Without ever realizing that we have a greater surety than a prophetic word. And that is the word of God. That God has already spoken. Yes, I believe in the prophetic. But I tell you what, you might go into a meeting and the prophet doesn't pick you. He doesn't give you a disadvantage. He doesn't make you going backwards. He makes you going forward. Because we have already a spoken word. So every time the promise of God has been written... It is you were there. So what does that mean? That when God was speaking to Jacob, he says, Now, all of you, I want you to listen. The favor of God is upon this man. The blessing of God is upon this man. He wasn't just talking to Jacob. He was talking to you. When he was talking to David, he wasn't just talking to you. He, he wasn't just talking to David. He was talking to you. That is why when you look at Jesus' last commission to the disciples was this. Go into all the world, preach my gospel. Tell them everything that I have told you. Wow, think about this. So here is Jesus. He's also coming up, laying that foundation. He said, now, when you go to the world and tell them, And he said this, everything that I've told you, I want you to tell them. So what it was the same principle that God was saying was this, is disciples, what I tell you isn't locked up just for you. It will not... It will not go into the grave with you. If no one remembers it, it's not gonna fall short. The word of God says this, everything that I've downloaded on the disciples, I am given to you. Every promise, every everything is yours. That is the most amazing, amazing part of it. So today, why not take a deep why don't we, why don't we do something extravagant? Why don't we do something extremely extravagant? Let's hop out of a sense realm and hop into God's realm that you and I are created for. Let's go into from now on that this is not just a word for Abraham. It's not just a word for David. It's not just a word for Pastor Ted, for Pastor Sylvie, Pastor AJ. This is a word for me. So here you go stepping out. Preach it over yourself in a moment. We're going to have some words over your family. We're going to pray some words over your individual, into your spirit, into your soul, into your emotions. Today we are going to come into agreement with God. So here's something amazing. After this, when you look at the Word of God, never again see yourself as a spectator of history, but see yourself in you are in the event. You are there when Nicodemus... Nicodemus came to Jesus and God said, for God so loved you that he's given his son for you. It wasn't a general term. It was a personal term. Right now, God pers- when Jesus died on the cross, it was a personal event. He was doing it for me. It, wa- it wasn't just a crowd event, but it was a personal event. That is why Isaiah 53 starts off, who has believed my report? He's talking to an individual. You see, watch this is when I come into agreement with what was spoken, that agreement takes the promise and makes it real in my life. So faith comes out of this. You have to believe this is what the enemy of faith is. Well, that promise was for John. That promise was for David. No, 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 no. That promise was for me. If you... Dare to. It's almost like God is daring us. It's almost like God is going, come on, look at the promises I've put to you. You were there. You were there with Abraham. You were there with Isaac. You were there with Jacob. You were there with Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you know, Bartholomew, Andrew, Philip. You were there. You were there. So here's the amazing thing is God says, now, I want you. I want you to put yourself in the present reality and then I want you to live in that reality. This is not a reality that we come into and we go, Oh, that was good, but we want to live in it. We want to live in it. Hey, Faith Life Church, welcome to the supernatural. Faith Life Church, welcome to the promises. Faith Life Church, welcome to your victory living. Faith Life Church, welcome to your healing. Faith Life Church, welcome to your provision because the word of God has already been spoken. You know, as we, as we come to this time, we could just leave this message and go, oh, that's really good, Pastor Ted. But we're going to apply it. We're going to, I'm going to believe right now that in your living room, dining room, whatever room that you are watching this, that the presence of God's going to flood the place. I am believing today that God... Word. God's power is going to pick you up, shake off all the negativity, shake it all off, and then go for it. I am believing that today, if you're sick, you're going to be healed. I believe that provision is coming. I believe that your job is secure. I believe that your family is secure. I believe that your marriage is secure. I believe that your children are secure. I believe because of God has already spoken it. I'm not living on a premise of I hope. I'm living on the premise that God has already spoken it. God has already spoken it over your life. So right now where you are, why don't we just... Just invite God. Father, right now, we just invite you into the, our rooms, into our, in, into our bedrooms, wherever we are, into our car. And, and God, right now, we're we coming into agreement. Father, I am no longer agreeing with my senses. I'm no longer letting my senses dictate that I need to prove it to them. But Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm rising up to the level that you, you gave me. When I was born again, Father, you took me from a low place to a high place. You took me from natural to the supernatural. You took me where nothing is possible with me to where everything is possible with you. So, Father, right now, right now, if you're sick, if you're you're not feeling well, I want you to just, just lay your hands on yourself and pray after me. Father, in the name of Jesus, you said by your stripes... I am healed. And so, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I lay my hands on me, and I go, I am healed. I am already healed because of the blood of Jesus Christ. God, I'm standing on your promises. I'm Isaiah, I am standing on Isaiah 53, verses 3 to 5, that by your stripes I am healed, that you have already there spoken to me. Father, I was there when you died, and I accept in Jesus' name. If you're struggling emotionally, you know, it, 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 you, know you, you can't turn on any medium, uh, electronic medium, without the negativity. You know, you're this, you're this, you're this. If you're, if you're struggling, if you are fearful of catching some disease, I, I, I'm going to pray over you because the Bible says that he protects us. You look and read Psalm 91. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, for everyone that is fearful... Father, everyone that is going, oh, look, I'm not too sure what's happening. We've got the world in crisis. Father, the world might be in crisis, but the kingdom of God is in victory. And so, Father, for every single person that is fearful, that is depressed, that is wanting to give up, Father, I speak God's light on them. Father I speak God's revelation on them Father in the name of Jesus we just decree and declare that Father God fear will leave every heart and every mind Father in Jesus name and right now I just want to just pray for all the families you know, you know with you, you've got your children and some of you now you know with your mums and dads that you've got your kids at home you've got to educate them and with all the things that come into it we're just going to pray for the peace of God just to come and touch you Father right now We just come and we lift up every family to you, Father, that you know what's happening. And Father, we just ask, you said a lamb for a household. Father, you you said it's one lamb that does the whole house. And so, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we were there when you said a lamb for a household. Take a lamb. And so, Father, right now, we take a lamb for every household. Father, every household that's represented in our church and that's represented on the people that view us online. So Father, right now, I release the blessing of the Lamb on every household in Jesus' name. And just if you listen to me and maybe you've never ever given your life to God, this is a really good time. Do you realize that Right now, you are at that cross. You're seeing Jesus suffering for you, dying for you. And he just says this day I am doing this for you. If you've never, ever given your life to God, I just really want to invite you to pray this prayer after me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I receive the blessing of Calvary. Jesus, you died for me as a sinner. You died for me because I am a sinner. And now I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Remove all of my sin and God elevate me into your presence right now in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed this, a miracle has just happened to your life. Well, send us. You'll see our links online. You can get in contact with us. We want to get you in contact into a really good church if you're not around us and see the blessing of God. Hey, I am hoping that next week we can, be, we can all be back in church and um, being a blessing. Just remember, every single day, pray. God's love over you. Live in a new realm. Everything you need, God has already spoken to you and God is still speaking to you. Hey, God bless you and I will so look forward to seeing you again soon. God bless you.